So yesterday I was in an airport, and <clears throat> one of my superpowers is to eavesdrop into other people's conversation. Really good at it. Um, somebody was on the phone, and um, they were obvious. Anyhow, they said, um, and I can't remember the exact quote, but you've heard it before, where somebody says, "Well, only God knows my heart, and God knows my heart." And they meant it as, you know, um, I don't care what you think. I'm a good person. Does that make it? So anyhow, I heard that and I was like, oh, that's my problem. God does know my heart. <laughs> There's a lot of trash in there. Um, now, I know they like, I believe, yes, God loves us. Don't get me wrong. But let's face it. If God can truly see into our hearts, at least for me, I don't. There's a lot of trash in there. Um, so like, why hide it? Why not let Christ um, help us take out the trash with prayer and fasting? It's only 40 days. Why don't we, rather than be defensive and say, no, God loves me just the way I am. Yeah, but this is our chance to become better and better and better. Why not take out the trash? And during Lent, we're hoping to, for a sincere conversion. Now we've become a little bit better, more free, more holy. And so I'm just begging, take it serious. Because we do this ancient thing of putting ashes on our heads. Very ancient. In fact, it's so ancient. Um, it's so ancient, we don't even know when it began. It goes back to like Neolithic times. Um, long before even the Catholic Church. It was a sign of humility and this desire for change, not just within Judaism, actually within other religions as well. Ashes symbolize death, they symbolize humility, that I really want to change. So my point being is that, yeah, we do this 2,000-year-old custom of putting ashes on our forehead. But if you're going to put ashes on your forehead, let's not make it theater, where, you know, like the first reading, where if, if you do this, don't make it so you, everybody can say, oh, you're doing it too. Do it where there's an actual change. Well, what we really desire is a change. Otherwise, it's hypocrisy, which is the number one thing Christ hates. God hates hypocrites, most of all. We don't have to be perfect, but let's have the real desire that if we mark our foreheads with ash, we really want to change. And we just don't put ashes on our forehead. It's made in the shape of a cross, not a circle, not a dot, a cross. And a cross symbolizes death. Um, we want something to die within us. Um, we want, and when I say die within us, we want to change. We don't want to be the same person. Although I did read a great meme, um, and the meme said, um, it was this newscaster saying, where does a young Catholic find a good spouse? Today, God literally labels them for you. <laughs> I think that's funny. Anyhow, um, but we don't want it to be theater. We want this sincere change. And so we do it with fasting and almsgiving to the poor and prayer. With the help of Christ, we can truly change. And fasting, I'm just asking you to take it serious. For 40 days, don't have any desserts. Don't show up with cookies or donuts. Because I got to tell you something. I'm a weak man. And I'm really weak. If you 
hold out a donut to me, I'll give the thing some loving. Um, so don't feed the bear. In fact, I'm going to tell people I'm diabetic. <laughs> um, just joking, but I'm not. But like, I really want to take the fasting serious. Um, and especially since Pope Francis has asked us, offer our fasting for the Ukrainians. Please take this serious. And when the ashes are marked on the sign of the cross that something's going to die, it's a Catholic custom that in Lent, you choose something to sacrifice. So, like, for me, I'll, I'll tell you, for years, the thing I worked on during Lent was my anger. Anger was my number one sin. And every Lent, I really did work hard on getting rid of anger. And after a couple decades, now I'm as gentle as a lamb. It's down to number three, sin. Uh, my number one sin is actually anxiety. And so this Lent, I'm going to work on my anxiety. And you could say, well, because I know somebody said, that's not really a sin. Yes, it is. It prevents me from living a full life. It's not like murder or, you know, lying. But it's still something that inhibits, uh, takes away my freedom. Doesn't let me truly love and as much as I want. So, yeah. And if you're wondering, well, why is he telling us that? Here's the thing. I actually think you should tell somebody else what you're giving up for Lent. It keeps you accountable. I want to work on it every day. Now, if you're a little kid, no offense, that's probably too hard for you. So give up chocolate. But if like you're a full-grown adult and you're telling me you're giving up chocolate for Lent, my response is, well, way to really take it serious. Like really, that's the worst you can do? If Think of one thing that needs to die in you so that by Easter time, you celebrate a new birth, more freedom. And if you can't, like for mine, me, it's anxiety. If you can't think of something, ask your spouse. Believe me, they will have a suggestion. Um, or brothers and ask your brothers and sisters. They'll have some suggestions on some things that you could give up. But I'm just begging you, take it serious. Um, so that really, after 40 days, I hope we're all a little bit more free. Um, I hope all of us have a little bit deeper conversion that we love even better. It's only a tenth of the year that we have to do this. It's not a burden. It's a gift from God. And what we celebrate is that we want a whole new beginning. And so, yes, Catholics uh, do this thing that in Lent, we ask God to bless the ashes and we'll mark them on our forehead. But by tonight, choose one thing. Book. Um, Choose one thing that needs to die. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.